to Code Together, an interview series where we explore the possibilities of cross-architecture development with those who live it. I'm your host, Nicole Huseman. It's really no secret that we produce extraordinary amounts of data every day, driving the need for performant, scalable algorithms that can process it all. Compute intensive applications depend on serious math routines and libraries, and this landscape is quickly evolving. I'm excited to welcome Julia Sukarina, Senior Engineering Manager at Intel, to today's discussion. Hi, Julia. Hi, Nicole. And joining Julia today to share his experiences with us is Mehdi Goli, Principal Software Engineer at CodePlay Software. Welcome, Mehdi. Thank you. Mehdi, let's start with you. You've done some great work with libraries. Can you talk about the role that libraries play in the overall software ecosystem? Uh, yes, I think libraries provide an essential role in successfully establishing an ecosystem among users. Libraries, in my point of view, help people who want to write high-level programs to make a function calls instead of implementing those functions repeatedly. So usually these functions are written by developers who are expert in domain and in hardware architecture. They're highly optimized critical algorithm for specific hardwares. Uh, take an example of GEM algorithm in Intel MCAL for both CPU or GPU. So I think other hardware vendors provide a library in their ecosystem as well. And it's very common for each vendor that provide continuous release of core libraries in their ecosystem. Can you talk a little bit about your experience in developing math libraries and the advances that you're seeing? Yes, so my experience is math library goes back to developing linear algebraic kernel for Eigen, and then it continued to developing SQL Blast libraries. So although SQL Blast libraries can run on any SQL supported devices, the main goal of Creating it was to provide highly optimized mass library for devices which doesn't have vendor-optimized or vendor-specified implemented mass libraries. We use C++ template meta programming on that algorithm in order to easily tune it for various embedded devices, which does not any vendor-specified libraries. For example, the SQL Blast library is highly optimized for Renesas devices. So, in my point of view, we need to have a purpose to write a mass library. So if you're going to write a mass library, which at best going to give the same performance as vendor-specified library, you are reinventing the wheel. So unless you're rewriting a kernel, which is significantly faster than the vendor-optimized library. So these days, almost all major hardware vendors provide a highly optimized libraries for their devices. So in my point of view, the future will be going towards performance portability of mass libraries across heterogeneous architectures by using existing vector-optimized mass library instead of implementing it in different languages. Julia, you sit at Intel and you're focused on the Intel math kernel library. And the math kernel library has been around for so many years vast majority of supercomputers who use math libraries rely on Intel, MKL. Can you talk about how it's evolved over the years? Sure. Indeed, 95% of top 500 supercomputers which use math libraries are actually using MKL. 
And the library provides optimized mass routes for science, engineering, financial application, and includes such core mass functionality as PLUS, LAPAX, parts followers, fast Fourier transforms, and many others. And we look on the current situation and recent years we increased focus on data science, we introduced Python integration in addition to standard interfaces for C and Fortran languages. And all this work helps us to be a library of choice for developers and actually confirms that MKL is among the most popular libraries for years. However, so far we were focused mostly on CPU optimizations, but this year I think is probably the most important year for MKL because as part of one API industry initiative, Intel MKL actually becomes one MKL. And it's not only a new name, but it's also a new concept. Now we develop data parallel C++ interfaces, which are actually hardware agnostic. And with this, we also extend our CPU optimizations to our GPU optimizations. So you've both talked about the future of libraries and being able to work across architectures. Mehdi, can you talk about some of the challenges that you're seeing and what developers are facing? Yes, I think the missing key features for existing mass kernel library is portability across heterogeneous platform. And I think this is because there's no common language to abstract out the memory model and execution model from various heterogeneous devices. So in another word, how to glue different parts of code written in different hardwares. And I believe this problem can be solved by using SQL as the unifying programming model. So in that case, it is possible to develop performance portable libraries among various hardware architectures sharing the same library interface. And I think from that point of view, 1MKL is in the right direction. Julia, can you talk about how Intel is working to address the challenges that Mehdi is talking about and dive a little bit deeper with us into recent developments around 1MKL and how we're working to solve these challenges? About a couple of weeks ago, we actually released 1MKL interfaces on the GitHub. And basically, the project consists of two parts. Interfaces, which are DPC++ interfaces, and wrappers, which allows you to go to different hardware implementations underneath. This project is currently limited to BLAST domain, but we have really big plans and will introduce more domains. And the main two goals we are trying to solve is actually what Mehdi mentioned before. The first one is to establish an industry standard interfaces for mass functions. There are many libraries, but all of them have different interfaces. We are working on 1MK specification to actually define interfaces and implement them through 1MK open source project. And the second goal for which we actually created this open source project is enable developers to efficiently code portable mass intensive application and allow them to run across multiple vendor architectures. Just to mention so far, 
developers had significantly modify or completely rewrite their codes if they wanted to switch from one hardware architecture to another. And some even would abandon the idea of doing so because that's a huge work. But now with one MKL open source interface project, we hope to make this work easy for developers. And they can switch actually now between different hardware implementation just by specifying what target device they plan to use. They don't need to even to update interfaces. Everything will work as it is. And Mehdi, you've had direct hands-on experience with what Julia is talking about. Can you tell our listeners about your insights? Yes. So we have added the Kublas backend to 1MKL. This is the first mass library implementation for one API on NVIDIA GPUs. It uses the SQL interoperability feature implemented by DPC++. It is a 2020 SQL features. And these features enables us the integrations of third-party vendor-specified libraries for SQL-supported backend, like C++ host, OpenCL, and CUDA. By using this feature, we can get the underlying CUDA memory and CUDA context from SQL memory and SQL context. And then we retrieve the Kubla's handle for the specified context and directly calling Kubla's routine. The DPC++ runtimes will handle the kernel dependency when there are multiple Kubla's routine calls. And this will allow us to achieve the performance portability for one MKL and NVIDIA GPU by using the same industry standard that one MKL introduced for BLAST. This is really exciting to see CodePlay be one of the first to enable some of the one MKL functions for cross-vendor GPUs. Can you talk about what challenges you encountered? How difficult was it? The main challenge was integrating Kublas without losing performance. So we believe that it's crucial for user application that embed one MKL routines to have comparable performance as opposed to directly using Kublas. During this process, however, there were some other interface challenges, basically. The NVIDIA Kublas library is designed for the CUDA programming model, which is mostly C-based. This limits the ability of the library to integrate with modern code bases. So we had to work closely with both DPC++ team and Codeplay, both in Codeplay side and Intel side, basically, to be able to have the capability that we needed and the feature that we needed to add in the one API side. And since Kublas is a closed source and vendor lock library, it was difficult for us to find all the documentation we needed. So we found out there are a lot of undefined and unclear behavior and some corner cases in the Kublas library. But however, at the end, we managed to perform this integration in a way that the one in coil and SQL users don't have to be bothered with these details. It's great to see the collaboration to truly make this cross-vendor and really bring out that portability. Julia, if I were a developer wanting to use Intel 1NKL, what other things would I need? Well, first of all, you will need to get a compiler. And for now, it can be Intel Data Parallel C++ compiler or Intel LLVM compiler, which supports CPU, GPU, and actually also support NVIDIA which was also contributed by Codeplay. 
And depending on target hardware, you will need also download a library with implementation for this hardware. At this moment, in open source interface project, we support Intel 1MKL, which is binary product and supports Intel CPU and GPU. And as it was mentioned, Kublas for NVIDIA. And that's it. You're actually ready to go. Can you give us a vision of what's next for support of additional math functions, libraries, other hardware? We plan to enable Netlib libraries on the 1MKL interfaces so that community would have an option to play with some reference implementation. We also will continue to add more interfaces for mass domains. LAPAC, fast Fourier transforms, random number generators, sparse solvers, and vector mass. And we see it will be much harder as uh, in the end we introduce domains which don't have any standard interfaces in the industry. And it will be really challenging to come up with something which will become a standard. And we also have made some prototypes for FPGA support to make sure that our interfaces are really extendable to any hardware and also helps to achieve the best performance. So for developers who want to get started, want to get involved, participate, what do you suggest for them? That's quite simple. They actually need to go to the github.com slash oneapi-src slash onemkl. And what they can do is they can enable more libraries implementation under existing interfaces. It can be your favorite libraries for CPU computations or GPU or any other device. You can also contribute proposals for new mass interfaces to drive the standardization across multiple hardware. This project can be really huge. And for us, it's very important that industry developers would see a great future in it and help us to grow this project. Julia, Mehdi, it's been a pleasure to have you on today's program. Thanks, Nicole. It was a very good conversation. It has been a very good experience. Thank you, guys. We'd love to have you both back on the program. For all of you listening, thanks for tuning in. You can join the conversation at oneapi.com. Until next time. 